Welcome to it's still season thrust of the Sydney Gents. We're happy to have you. As you can see, we in the same place. I'm out here in Chicago, um, just you know, visiting, taking care of some business and stuff like that. Um, I'm your host, Santiago. I'll be having my own radio show for the ladies. So let me already start, but with me, my co-host Javon. Or what would you like to be today? What? Good, who, who, who am I? Javon. This man wanna not wanna call me King as we not even gonna get into this argument, man. We're about to just get to the episode. How you doing, man? Bro, you know, good, bro. Like I'm here out here with my brother. It was a safe fight, small plane though, but <laughs> but I'm good, man. I'm good. What about you? I'm blessed, man. There can be a lot of things going on, but at the same time, I'm kinda like Hey, it's, a, it's so many more things to be uh, grateful for. I'm enjoying the journey of life and exploring, like, who I am. That's all that, all that matters, man. Yeah, so, you know, touch on a little bit, like, exploring who you are, what what's some new things or even old things. Chill out, man, chill Nah, man, you know, I got to come with the uh, image, you nah, know. I think each and every day, like, you kind of learn some different things about yourself, um, from resilience to, like, how you deal uh, with different things that's going on. Uh, for me... I, I've been having a lot of different things going on between um, things with, like, some family members, my brother. Yeah. Um, I've also been having where, uh, like, my grandfather died for, like, about a year ago yeah. as of, like, the other day. So I think the biggest thing is, like, having that support system and things like that. Uh, another big thing for me is, like, I, as much as I hear us talk about, like, relationships and stuff like that, but... You know, that's always a subject that's coming up between, like, sex and relationships. Right, right, right. So, I mean, I think for me, it's been interesting during your life when I had decided, like, not to have, like, sex or how to navigate, like, through that. Uh, Especially finding different people uh, that support you, like, some of your bros, as well as, like, even if you're dating someone or if you're talking to someone, like, someone that's actually supporting that. Uh, have you ever experienced that, bro? Yeah, man. Um, a, a lot of that, you know, you know, relationships, breakups, you know, things with, you know, my businesses, as you know, uh, starting to, you know, you know, come to fruition. Just a lot of hard work. I'm getting my body, my body back physically ready and stuff. So within that, one of the biggest uh, changes, as you know, and the audience know now too, is to fact is to uh, commit to a vow celibacy. And for me, you know, and after, you know, watching different videos on the topic and just different stuff, not just because I want to, just came across one and you know how YouTube is, is like a rabbit hole. You watch this, you watch that. So yeah. one thing I did realize when it comes to like celibacy and realizing now, you know, just starting a journey, I mean, I had a long distance relationship, so pretty much I was almost practicing it anyway. Yeah, you feel me? Yeah. Pretty much, we just yeah, but but in actually practically we're not you know being involved with anybody from any standpoint, whether it's dating or whether it's in like a committed type of relationship, is different because when you're by yourself, and even when you're together too, but when you're by yourself, you have the opportunity to you know the world, and there's just a lot of opportunity out there for you to you know. Chase that nut, as they would say. You feel me? Just yeah. keep it at 100. Yeah. So for me, it's it's really been being around the right people who are going to 
be supportive. I mean, you're always going to have, like, your boys who are always going to be your boys and they're going to talk mess. It's just your boys, you feel me? But I don't understand, you know, how some people that divulge just to they automatically think it's something wrong with you. You, you know, you're gay. Uh, they, they question your sexuality because I guess gay people don't have sex. Uh, what? Uh, I, I guess not. Um, because that's the first thing I'm sure you can attest to that, that, that if you heard from, and I'm again, I'm not saying like for your boys who just mess with you because this is what, but I'm sure you've heard people say there's something wrong with you wanting to do that. How? What was your experience like when you told, you know, some people? Yeah, I would say uh, for me that experience was pretty tough. Uh, not from like uh, being secure within myself, but it was tough like to be able to realize like that everybody's going to support you the way that you want to be supported. Right, right. Uh, and I think the biggest thing for me when I started to like navigate as those conversations is like, why is this an issue? Like, I mean, you you're not the one that's having sex. Like, I am. Like, it's my body. Like, I mean, so what what's the issue here? And I feel like that's the biggest, like, like, navigating that space with them and, like, the conversation. I'm like, man, like, this is not fruitful at all. This is, like, toxic. Like, man, yeah. how, do, how do you think like this? Like, if somebody else chooses to make a decision that's not your own, that doesn't make them a bad individual. So explain to me. And I feel like that's been one of the biggest things that I realized with people. Like, they don't value uh, what other people want, what other people need. Yeah, they, it's almost like they don't. They truly don't value difference yeah. of opinion. They value a difference of opinion as long as it doesn't force them to look within. Because you know, they, I'm sure I can't speak for your friends, and I can't speak for someone of mine who had a problem with it. But um, I know that some people just wish they had the strength to do what you do what other people have done whether it's celibacy whether it's committing to uh, spirituality whether it's all that above and, and quit drinking you know one of the things that you and i spoke about is you know with me committing to this vow of celibacy i want to stop drinking as well because drinking leads to me making decisions that i wouldn't normally make yeah and i remember uh when we were out in like dc i was uh I was actually telling you about it. Like, I was like, bro, um, I don't really want to drink no more. I was like, you know, after this, this may be the last time. Like, I, I drink like this, like, after we hang up. And you you, you ask, like, why when we was out in D.C.? You know, obviously, we in, like, a city. We enjoy life, whatever. Um, but you still ask me why. Once I explained it to you, you are like, all right, I, I get it. I understand why. You didn't, it wasn't no resilience of, uh, resistance, excuse me, of, man, bro, like, you should be able to still turn up on this bottle with us. You should be able to, you know what I mean? Right. Like, hey, right, right. I mean, I feel like for me, I've gotten to a point where I don't even like ever even desire or attempt it. Like I have so much self-discipline where I'm like, if I don't drink, I don't drink. I don't plan on drinking, but I've gotten to another point of like who I am. Um, and it, it does come to a point. So I would encourage people, if you don't want to drink, you don't want to drink. If you do, you do. Um, but when you get to a certain place for me i started to look at it as and i'm not judging anybody who doesn't look at it like this or still drinks i don't want nothing that can control me in my body and in, in my spirit and my mind so if i want to have full control then alcohol alters my my, my way of thinking weed alter my way of thinking other drugs alter the way of my thinking so if i don't want those things to alter who i am or what i think 
then why put that type of toxins in my body? Exactly. Exactly. And that was the biggest thing um, for me, too, is the drinking, because you're a completely different person. You don't have control. That's why there's a blood alcohol content. If you're above this, you, it's illegal. You know, go to jail, boom, boom. Because uh, regardless, you know, you have people out there, and I, I've said this too, oh, alcohol really doesn't affect me. The only thing that really affects me is Henny. But as you guys all know, but no, it does affect you. It, you may not see the effects for a long time. Maybe it affects the decisions you make as far as like what you do the next day or don't do. Maybe it affects you going to the gym um, instead of five times a week, you go to maybe because you now you're only going to the gym two times a week. You miss out on running into somebody that could level you up in a different way, whether it's professionally, physically, or whatever. And because you missed out, maybe you just missed out on some money. And people are like, well, that's overthinking. That's just thinking too much. It's like, no, that's the problem. There's a lot of, and I've had this of this, along with the instant gratification, it's always thinking for the now. Like you're never looking, okay, if I make this decision now, what am I going to do? What house is going to affect me going forward? So one of the people who um, came out when I was out in LA on the West Coast, you know, taking care of some business for the clothing line, one of the guys that came out was uh, one of our uh, investor's cousin, right? So we chopping it up, thinking of, you know, chopping up with him, everything like that. So what I found was interesting is uh, after we got all the business done, we wanted to take a shot or whatever. He's like, no, I'm good. We're like, come on, man, let's see, you know, it's just a shot. We done worked hard, blah, 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 blah. No, I'm good, man. And he told us, he's like, look, whatever I do now, I'm go I got to fly back to Chicago because he does boxing. Whatever I eat, whatever I do now, it's going to affect how I'm training on Monday or Tuesday. So, no, nah, I, don't, I don't need that because it's not going to do anything for me. Now, in that, two things happened. He didn't look down at anybody getting it. He didn't make himself better than anybody, but he explained his position. We let it go. But that's why it's very important to really realize who you have around you. Because if I have people around me who are just telling me my decision is okay and everything I do is okay and nothing's wrong, whether it's cheating, whether it's uh, overindulging in drugs and alcohol, whether it's um, not, not getting my body physically right, whatever that looks like for some people is different for everybody, whether it's always eating out, whether it's spending money frivolously. If I don't have people around me that's checking me on that, um, 100, they're not your friends. That's fair. Your friends should be like, yo, bro, I noticed you've been doing this a lot. I just want to put you on notice that you got to cut this out. I can't tell you what to do, but boom, like you've done that with me with different things, vice versa. We do that with uh, Craig Mack, who can't be here today, but he, you know, he's grinding on his own. We, um, we do that with each other consistently. So within that, how have you been able to navigate that space of, and what are some challenges you face with trying to, you know, commit to about celibacy and not drinking and how have you overcame those? So I think it really just starts with like who you are, like you said, who you are associating with. And I, I know I touched on that earlier, but I think the other, other thing is, is like you have to be able to gain some type of discipline or amongst yourself. I mean, I think it's easy. Like it's easy to do whatever, you know what I mean? <laughs> I mean, from like, overly indulgent in sex from uh, consistently fabbing, which you shouldn't be doing at all either. Uh, yeah, we all do have urges, 
but you got to be able to tame yourself. Um, I know some good brothers who often talk about different things of like, you should be able to get to a point where you have enough discipline in yourself, like on a Friday or a Saturday, you, uh, you cool just staying in the home, in your home, working on your purpose. Or, I mean, for some people, they want to just play a video game or read a book. You should be able to be okay with doing that without being like, all right, I got this girl. She want to come over. But like, we're, you shouldn't have to go through a battle of duality between yourself where you have to quite, you should be like, all right, I don't feel like doing it. Yeah. And that's okay. It's okay to say no sometimes. And exactly, brother. You hit it right on the head. Women aren't the only ones where it's okay to say no. Men should be able to say no without getting crucified, too. And, it, it, and it's to the point where society will tell you, oh, when a woman says no, it's no. Which, yes, that's correct. It is a no, and you don't move, proceed forward. You let it be, and you move on about your night, your day, or whatever. But when a man says no, especially to sex, something is wrong with him. He's no longer attracted to a significant other. Um, he's gay, because again, I guess gay people don't have sex. Um, I don't believe that, just FYI. But, but I just never understood like why is the sexuality always in question when a man says no? Because you don't know what could um, happen you know, with that. Saying yes all the time, the right no is better than the wrong yes. That's what they say. So you saying yeah because you in you because um you just you know I, I I've been there I'm young twenty year old I've been there bro I I know and it's funny because I think like uh, when I even think about like alcohol and different things like that I'm like man people be be drunk waking up to the next the person the next day like well, what decision did I make bro yeah, I've <laughs> like, done that I, I, I like, like, even you know that's that's a, that's one of those situations where that somebody may end up pregnant that you don't even want pregnant but you study putting yourself in situations you study not controlling your urges that you just need to have sex that's an issue. Yeah, and it, and it boils down to, like, at least for men. Have enough self-respect for yourself, man. Like, it's one thing to, like, be in a relationship, but you should be able to have that conversation with them, too. To It's important to sit there, have the idea and conversation, like, is to see where they at. Are they going to respect you as well, even if you are in a relationship or not? If you were to get in one or if you are in one, hey, hypothetically, if I want to try this, I know that it's a decision for me, but would you respect that as well? Because I feel like it's so often, um, and I'm specifically talking about men, it's so often easy for when we say that we don't want something at times, we're wrong. I mean, it's fine for women as well. Women do struggle with different things as well too. Um, but it should not be an issue if a man says like, hey, I don't want to have sex, like you said, I've been in situations personally where I've told a girl like, hey, I, that's not something I want to do. And a girl like was just like, why? And I'm like, because I don't want to do this. And then I was like, all right, let me break it down. Why? They still have an issue with it. Like, I, this is just what I want. I mean, I don't want to be putting in situations where I'm having sex with somebody that I don't want to have sex with and I don't want to be in situations where the sex is not valued to me because you get to a point where sex becomes so like 
just a, a act at one point and you don't ever want to get in those situations. I've been there. I, I was very toxic where I was having sex all the time. Um, and emotionless, I wasn't sex. Like even with people at one point when I was in a relationship, I'm like, dang, like this don't feel right. Like I done wasted my body so much that like sex is unenjoyable. You don't want to get to those places. Yeah, 100% agree, man. You really hit it right on the head. Because, look, a lot of people like to say, oh, it's a sexual liberalization and all that. And I'm not here to tell you yes or no. I'm here to say that anything that gets used a lot becomes a worn down. Anything. Mm-hmm. Your body, tennis shoes, car, tires, brakes, whatever. Knives. Anything you use gets, gets worn down. Mm-hmm. And that's not a dig to woman or man. Because I know people hear that like, oh, he's saying women can't sleep. No, I'm saying that's for anybody. Um, so when you consistently just engage in that, just to engage it because you have no control over your urges. And that's what it is. I know I used to, even for me, used to be like, no, it's just because I want to do it. No, it's because you don't have control. Because there's other things I want to do that I didn't do. I wanted to go to the gym today. I didn't go there. Um, I wanted to do this. I wanted to read more. I didn't do that. So let me ask you this, brother. So I know that I've told you I kind of been on a journey for you know quite some time, and you know off off script, off you know, <laughs> yeah. you know that that I've been doing that. Yeah. Being someone uh, that's newer, doing the whole celibacy, and I know this is more recently. I know you did it with your girl, but still at the same time, but. How would you give advice to somebody who's in that beginning stage of thinking that way? Um, the first thing I would say is, if that's what you're going to do, commit to it. That's the first thing. No wishy-washy. I'm going to be celibate Tuesday through Saturday, and I'm going to turn up on Monday and Sunday. I don't know. But the first thing is committed to it. The second is realize what about the engagement and sex, obviously, besides what we all can say, we're growing here, that it feels good. What about that? from your internal perspective makes you want to have it because with men part of it is our natural and uh uh, you know instinct like our core instinct is to procreate you procreate through sex so that that, that, that's part of we already are at a disadvantage but outside of that everybody has this everybody does um i don't know how it looks like for everybody it could be as simple simple as it's just fun and i enjoy it I want to have number. I want to be experienced. It could be that simple or it could be more deep rooted issues for things that happened in the past. That's not for me to decide for you. That's for you to look internally. So after you, that is just coming up with a game plan of how you want to make sure you commit to that. For some people, it's quitting drugs. For some people, it's quitting alcohol. For some people, it's not going to the club. It's not doing that. It's different for different people. So whatever your most, your highest level of temptation are for celibacy, um, you need to look at you need to look at how to eliminate that for some people's porn so what i also was researching as you know i don't engage in that but <laughs> but but what i also was looking at and something i didn't consider yeah it's just because i'm not having sex doesn't mean you're celibate true because if your mind is already attracting an injury or i, I gotta get to the next thing i gotta get that next night i get you're not really celebrate because your mind is focused on sex. So you're really not to take the time to, um, I guess, in a sense, have just like spiritual cleansing, I guess. I'm not all the way there yet, so I don't know what it looks like. I, I can't say I'm only 
you know, of full disclosure, as you know, like we, I break up with my girlfriend for, you know, reasons that you, that you're aware of. And maybe I'll share in time with the audience and stuff where it doesn't seem like I'm coming across yeah. as angry, but more as like, Hey, these are things to look out for to try to improve for your relationship if you're going through that. So, um, be on the lookout for that. We'll see. We'll see. I don't know. But even within that, um, I was realizing that I this is something that I want to do for me. And, you know, some people can't take that. Like, if I was to actually tell her, like, I want to be celibate or something, I don't think she can handle that. Regardless of the fact that we're long distance. I, we were long distance. I don't think she can handle that. And I've, you know, watched some videos and stuff like that. Same thing is, oh, the girl broke up with me because she she can handle not having sex, which doesn't make her bad or bad person. Just wow, everybody's different. Everybody's different. You know, everybody has their you know different things or different needs and stuff like that. But then again, that's such a basic need that if you don't fulfill that, you know, a lot of people make excuses for that's the reason I cheated. That's the reason I did this because they felt like they weren't getting some. But if you really look at the core of why even people cheat. Is usually not all the time because I know both men and women who just cheated because they thought the person was attractive and they wanted a one night stand. Sometimes it's just that simple. But if you really look at it, they feel like they're not getting something from their partner, and it's usually not something physical. Yeah, and that's interesting because that when we're living in a society where sex is so uh, easily available, I mean, yeah, I mean from. Uh, at this point, like most people, it's to the point where it's almost training people that they can be having sex with somebody in their mind or undressing them in their mind mm-hmm. from the clothes people wear. And I'm not saying that I'm going to preface this and say that what somebody wears does not mean that somebody has the right to be entitled to somebody's body. So I want to make 100%. sure I want to make sure I say that. But what I will say is that that does not mean that somebody has not undressed you in their mind. Based off what you wore, based off what they see on TV, if you're doing twerking and stuff like that, that's not attractive to me personally, but for some men, that is. So for some men, they're they thinking that's an invitation to, hey, uh, how you doing? Like, yeah. they, they think you want some type of attention. Not saying that that's what you want, but it's, it's so to the point where the, body, the human body and the way people's minds are, they're glorifying sex in so many different forms. I mean, sex sells. We know that. Oh, yeah. Because <laughs> so, the beginning, why would all these people be getting rich off of with uh, OnlyFans and yeah, that's the premium Snapchat? Yeah, it's like, so we, we got these different things. So, I mean... Hey, subscribe to my OnlyFans now. <laughs> people are getting to the point where they're masturbating more and more. They're losing their interest in a partner because they daydreaming about somebody else that they may have been watching on OnlyFans. They may have seen it on TV. I mean, look, you still got skin and bags playing them old porns and stuff like that at night. I mean, when I when I was a youth, I mean, unfortunately, yeah, like, yeah, the, I mean, the, yeah. the channels wasn't blocked. And my BET uncut. Yeah, <laughs> I, I was turning through the channels late night. Like, woke up one night. You like, switched that between like, the cartoons. I was like, wait a minute, what is this? <laughs> you have that on there, but you have all the, your your hand on a previous channel with the cartoons, just yeah. in case. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, you're like, hello. <laughs> hello. Hey, well, 
I'm sleep. Yeah. yeah. And, so, but um, nah, that, that's that's definitely facts, bro. And, and that's where you know that primal need comes in. But you know, if you books like you know the the, the way of the superior man and you know how the devil and seven highlights of highly effective, they all talk about it because a lot of people trying to. What I've noticed in my experience, I'll say from my direct experience, is when you tell somebody you, you want to live a certain way, they always just contribute, uh, oh, it's because the Bible said this. It was like, well, there are several religions that say that, yes, but there's also several psychologists, several psychiatrists, doctors. Everybody says this, and it's like, well, I don't want to hear it because it's not something I want to do. I want to change. That's true. Because... Um, and then what other people are doing, what I'm being more mindful of is, let's say I eliminate or I've eliminated sex as a crutch and that's for whatever reason, because I want to get more in tune myself or whatever. You know, I want to be more spiritually sound. I want to, you know, have my energy. But if I didn't replace that with alcohol or replace that with cocaine or replace that with um, eating a lot of processed fast food, I'm not doing anything to better myself. I'm just taking one devil, putting it on the shelf and dusting off another one and putting it on my shoulder. That's true. So that is probably been the most difficult part for me. Not necessarily being celibate. I could delete the bubble apps, the hinge, the tenders, the um, um, be careful when I call. I could do all that. But then if I replace that by getting drunk every day, by having a drink every day, by going out to eat, eating fast food, by not going to the gym. If I just replace that with something else, I'm not doing anything to better myself. So I encourage anybody else who who wants to make that that vow celibacy. And, it's, and a lot of people try to say oh, it's not needed. You don't need to do it. But it'd be people who didn't do it. Yeah. Like it, it's like me telling somebody who's a professional athlete that has a very strenuous regimen of what they do in order to be elite. Uh, take an Olympian uh, uh, like Usain Bolt. That's like me telling him how he needs to train to be yeah. the fastest man in the world. No, you don't need to do all that. He'll look at me like, what the hell are you talking about, bro? I'm the one that got nine gold medals. So for me, what I'm also realizing is to tune out the white noise, as they say, because if you ain't never done it, how are you going to tell me about it? Because I've, I've had sex. I've done it. I know what that part looks like. Mm-hmm. But you're speaking on something that you don't know anything about. So how do you manage the temptations? I mean, in the early stage. Um, I um, failed a couple times um, with managing. I keep keeping it completely a buck with you, um, as I have. But um, not but. but uh, one of the ways I learned to manage the temptation is just not to put yourself into it. And what I mean by that is, um, if you know that you doing this usually leads to you having sex, well, don't go do that. Like, if you know drinking leads you to feeling some type of way and then you go to a party, you're chirping up somebody, and you bring them back home, don't do that. If somebody hang your phone up at midnight and stuff like that to come hang out or talk or whatever. So how do you... That was a fair. Yeah, because who going to come over? Yeah, that's true. That's fair. I mean, it, it, again, it's self-discipline, but at the same time, you are putting yourself in a situation where, you know, you're more likely 
to do something. So yeah. I agree with you. So yeah. How was it with the alcohol for you in the early stages? Oh, uh, it was difficult. I didn't know how much of a dependency I had on alcohol until I stopped trying to drink. Really? And I don't even consider myself somebody who drinks a lot, as you know. I, I don't. But because of going through, like, different things, you know, leveling up and stuff like that, I've, I had, like, a backwards trend for a couple of weeks. And I'm thinking, like, bro, why am I drinking again? And it's nothing crazy. Um, but, um, you know, alcoholism has ran in my family. So I'm susceptible to it because it's just one of the devils that's run into my family. Yeah, yeah. Like generationally. Yeah. Uh, to the point where my uncles, told, the doctor told them, like, bro, you got to stop drinking. Like, literally said, all you got to do is stop drinking. All your health your health benefits, your, all the negative yeah, yeah. things, be gone. It, it will, your body will reverse itself. But he said, I got to die for something. Drink yourself to death. Literally. Not mm-hmm. figuratively. Mm-hmm. Literally drink yourself to death. Mm-hmm. And while I'm a strong person, I'm still a human. Mm-hmm. And if I let that devil really get all the way up in me, that's going to be a difficult thing to, to lose, especially with everything I got going. I have a lot to lose now. So for me, navigating outside of um, the drinking has uh, has been difficult to keep it high. Yeah, man. So for me, it's definitely being able to navigate this space and trying to figure out like celibacy you know, the, the, the benefits and stuff like that with it. And, you know, having a, you know, interesting testimony six months from now, a year from now, whatever, about like the changes and stuff. But more so, and it's crazy because I know you probably experienced this too. The girls who I have said no to wanted me more because of that. Yeah, I was at a... At- there's been a few. Um, they they'll push the, the envelope. I would say a, a little bit. Try to yeah, yeah, yeah kind of just just a little uh, to see. Um, but yeah, I, I mean, I would agree. I think it's interesting conversation to see who you end up like encountering and how they end up uh, facilitating what you want and <laughs> what they want at yeah. the same time. Because I've had some where they're like, I don't want to call it like emotional abuse but in a sense like i've had some that says i'm like oh well does that mean that you don't like me like the manipulation games yes. and i and i will not tolerate that <laughs> and that and but, but that's what i was saying earlier when i was mentioning if a guy says no it's just certainly the worst thing in the world you don't love me anymore who are you sleeping with now is it this person now that she is it becky with the good hair um i'm gonna make a hit single about it and da, 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 da. but um i saw it with beyonce but, <laughs> yeah, I know. That's why I but you know the beehive gonna get me <laughs> on that one but for 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 me it i've noticed that anytime a man says no to something some primal instinct that's they're supposed to have um it, it, it's just ridiculous how how the world or society as a whole reacts. Maybe not everybody, but like society has, you know, as a blanket reaction is, what are you doing? That's the worst thing in the world. And, um, you know, you you can look at stuff like Hella, like uh, Kingdom of Heaven um, or, or, or Troy, the movie Troy, uh, Helen of Troy. That, that whole people dying, men dying all because little brother yeah. Got himself a little slice of cake, angel food cake, and Sorry. brought it back. 
Yeah, and it's a go box instead of leaving it at the restaurant. You care more about, I mean, to go even deeper, I mean, that, I know that in that situation, love was involved and stuff like that. However, the man was also lusting for this woman yeah. because you're lusting for another man's life. Yeah. Love. <laughs> so, love, relationships, in that sense, like he wants somebody else's relationship. He ended up having this <clears throat> relationship, but he jeopardized like, his integrity in a lot of different ways. But you care more about, well, love is one thing. You care more about this woman than the rest of these people. Sometimes you have to be selfless, you have to value yourself others around you as well i mean that's just like um if i'm putting if i'm drinking and driving i'm being very selfish you know what I mean? right. if I'm, I'm engaging in uh alcohol and i know that i'm about to have to have you or craig max or other people lines in my hand but i'm still choosing to get behind a wheel i'm putting myself in a situation of selfishness but i'm also not caring about the people so in that situation like it's baffling to even think about i'm i mean i'm remiss to to not mention that it is hard. I get. It. I get it. Love, sex, relationships. Yeah, like easy about it. But I think for me, it doesn't have a necessarily a time frame. And like, like my celibacy is is when I'm married, most likely. Um, but I don't really have a time frame on like, hey, like I have to end this at this particular time. Some people do. Like they're like, all right, I'm going to end it this day or that. Do, do you feel like? you have a time frame or how do you no I, I, I would say putting a time frame is cheating yeah it's cheating myself it's like people who you know every again this is my perspective on it who go on a temporary diet yeah yeah what is that that uh people be like my new year's resolution yeah why well, you had to wait till new year yeah, I mean, and some of these people, 30 years old, mm-hmm. hey, let's call, let's say you're at 12, 13, where you can really start to, like, want to make differences. So you had anywhere between 17 New Year's that came that made sense for you to have a resolution. And yeah. most people, myself included for the longest time, are still in the same spot they were five New Year revolutionaries ago. That is something stupid, yeah. really, honestly, because... You're putting some arbitrary timeline on yourself, which is not fair to do because people didn't put timeline on their healing. They want to put timeline on this and that. Yes, you should be having a, a progression, but with healing and all that, with success, it's not linear. Sometimes you take three steps back. Then you take seven steps forward. Then you take another two steps back. But when you have this timeline, like I have to be married by this point. I have to have kids by this point. I have to run through all these holes by this point. I got to run through all these brothers by this point. Yeah, yeah. When you have that mindset that everybody does, it doesn't make you any different. Nope. Definitely doesn't at all. And that's all I want people to understand. It doesn't make you a bad person if you choose to or choose not to. It doesn't make you a worse person. It doesn't make your life any less than somebody else. But it, what it does make you is sociable, socially acceptable to whatever society tells you to do. Mm-hmm. Um, if society tells you that, you know, you got to participate in every challenge, social media challenge that comes up, you're going to do it and because of whatever reason. That's your personal reason for you. Um, if society tells you that um, your girl's going to cheat, so you might as well cheat, that's on you. So a lot of, a lot of us 
blame society, but we forget that we make up society. Yeah, yeah, that's very true. So if we change our mindset, if we change how we view, um, I said it on a get on a guest appearance of the P uh, P Spot podcast. Yeah, yeah. Check it out if you guys have a P Spot podcast. Uh, pretty dope uh, young black woman, um, Pearl in Paris. Uh, great co-host. We enjoyed it. If you hadn't checked that yeah, episode, that episode. Be, be sure to check it out. But I mentioned something even on there where um, while we make up society, it, the entertainment industry and everybody only does what we want them to do. That's true. I mean, and I said this earlier, y'all know how, you know how I feel about Cardi B. I don't think she's an idiot at all. I think she does what's expected of her because she wants to check. Would I do some of the stuff? Probably not. Well, I don't know. But what I will say is she even admitted that. She she did an interview with like some on her Instagram Live or something where she said, the only reason I make music where I'm rapping about my, you know, this or that, where my daughter can't even hear is because that's the music that I listen to. Right. That's what goes number one. She said, when I made music, that's about how I feel about things and take, yeah, I think she used the song to take care of them. I don't know what song that was, but nobody, nobody wanted to hear that stuff. Mm-hmm. But then we want to turn around and blame her for that. We want to turn around and blame women for creating premium Snapchat and it's only friends. There was no supply. If there was no demand, it don't matter how plethora of supply there was. But sex sells. And it, when it's so easily be attainable and men, quote unquote, don't have to work for it, I guess, essentially, because even like in an animal kingdom, when it comes to mating, how do the males attract the mate? They have to outdo all the uh, I'll do the selection the, process. The, the, yeah, the selection process. That's that hunter and gatherer's time. Yeah, and humans and even humans did the same thing. They had to show like I can, I can um, take care of you two since, or I can take care of a family. I can survive with us and you. But now with technology, the pro and con of that is being people being able to connect. But also the con is that sex is so readily available. That people feel, I don't really gotta work for it because I could just go on Facebook or just slide in some girls to him, come in, I don't have to provide her anything. That's oh. actually true, you know. But it's no, I can't even rebuttal that. That's <laughs> all so like, hmm, let me think. I can't rebuttal that at all, brother. Yeah, yeah, they, things just have changed. And the one thing I can say that I have noticed even myself and people who've been following us since season one is just my attitude of how I carry myself has changed in a sense where I'm not timid about my belief system. Yeah. I'm not disrespectful to people who believe outside of me, regardless of what it may come across. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I, I'm not going to go with your way of thinking simply because you think opposite of me. You're going to have to bring a perspective that makes sense to make me want to question or at least look at my current perspective on a situation. And to this day, nobody has really done that. Now, they've made me alter certain aspects of that perspective or look into things more. But at the end of the day, I understand that for me to get where I need to be, I need to be very even more secure in myself. Yeah. And that's why I had to make that decision to kind of cut off ties with friends, cut off that relationship, because it it was a lot of me putting in work or me doing this and me doing that. And not getting that reciprocated porn from Antica, essentially. Yeah, your cup got to be full more. So, yeah. Well, I mean, this has been a fruitful conversation. I mean, I hope 
our listeners that are able to take away, you know, some knowledge of like where we're at with certain aspects of our lives, uh, give them some encouragement as well, because I know it's either uh, sometimes they don't hear this information from people and it's even harder when society puts out there that drugs, alcohol, uh, sex, those type of things are like socially acceptable. I guess in some senses they are, but yeah. uh, it's harder for people who are trying to do the opposite. So I appreciate it, brother. Uh, it's been great having you in the city for a little bit. Yeah. Connecting, man. Uh, we got to have some have you on a few more times in the city. Yeah, <laughs> absolutely. You know, we can go out when it gets warmer, go to a rooftop yeah. and do a recording. Yeah, um, also, uh, clothing line dropping. If you're not following on Instagram, McCallybrand.com. It's spelled McCallie, but it said Cali, so M-K-A-L-I brand. Um, yeah, so at CaliBrand.com. Uh, we ended at our CaliBrand.com. Is uh is the website for our clothing line? You'll you'll see a lot of stuff in there. We heading to Phoenix next month for it. Shooting a promo video by the Grand Canyon, so so it's gonna be it's gonna be wild. Um, uh, thank you for having me out here. You're opening up your home to me, bro. I really appreciate it. And last thing, one thing you said too about the timeline. I want to just make sure for, uh, for our audience and our listeners is just yeah. Do not beat yourself up by the timeline or listen to your parents or stuff about a timeline where you should be. As long as you are consistently moving forward, you're consistently dealing whatever trauma from your past because your past is never going to change, so don't stay there. As long as you're doing all that stuff for you and trying to figure out yourself, that's all that matters. And sometimes that may go against the grain or against what your parents want for you. It doesn't make you a disobedient kid. It doesn't make you, you know, um, somebody who, you know, took them for granted or didn't care about the sacrifices of me. It just makes you an adult and that's okay. For real. And I apologize. My phone has been blown off the hook. Like, so y'all heard. Like, and y'all heard this man talking about he want to be celebrated. Chill out, man. I'm a business <laughs> man. <laughs> but this man, King Devon, I'm out. Uh, Santiago, I'm Yes, sir. <laughs> we gone.